0: There comes a time in every superfan's life that he will find himself with no choice but to capture the hosts of his favorite podcast. <laughs> it's only natural, a natural law even. To this end, I have sought out the hosts of the nameless dead. Yes, you know the ones, Karina, Emily, and Katie. And I have them now trapped within the confines of my reasonably priced above ground pool. And there I will show them footage from a crime most strange and diabolical, a series of crimes that I have deep personal knowledge of, shall we say. (laughs) Will they put the pieces together in time? Can they pierce the exquisite conundrum that I have laid before them like a plate of sardines? Only time will tell. But what they don't know is that time is running out.
1: Oh gosh, y'all. This fucking show. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Present day. The police arrive at Briacliff, Which somehow now all the doors are open. There's just in fact the door is gone, there's just a hole in the wall. Yeah, would have been convenient.
1: And all of the imposter bloody faces are uh-huh. suspended from the ceiling. Of that epic staircase Very entryway. creativity.
2: Yeah. And also just and Like, one strength. person did that? Yeah, yeah exactly. It takes a lot. Uh-huh. Well, and that game is not documented. Like the uh-huh. Then we flash back to 1964. Mother with a disturbing, but cute in a way, girl <laughs> with, you know, long dark braids and...
1: Wednesday she's Adams. Wednesday, yeah. She's yeah. Wednesday
2: Adams. She's killed her friend, the mm-hmm. one friend who would play with her. She stabbed her in the back with scissors. Oh, God. I, I tried to stop him, but he was bigger than me.
1: And described a fake A tall man in a brown jacket with a beard. Who was never found. He had a beard and a brown jacket. <laughs> I love this kid. Yeah. <laughs> so the mother brings her to Briarcliff. Sister Jude says that we don't have a children's ward, so we you don't can't have, do that. <laughs> have a children's wad. A wad.
2: <sighs> but she, her mother, just kind of abandons her. Leaves anyway. her there. Yeah, because the mother, like, she loves her kid. She doesn't want to call the police and have her go to juvie, and she has two other kids to worry about. But she sure doesn't want to watch after Jenny anymore. Jenny. So then it goes to Shelley. The Monsignor has agreed to do last rites for a patient. That no one else will look at because there the, in the pictures in the newspaper of her condition. Mm-hmm. Where were they? A hospital. It's, hospital okay. in fancy Boston. They can't figure out what's wrong with her, but she did test positive for TB The Monsignor walks in and sees Shelly covered in
1: boils. Wait, is it Shelly?
2: Oh. Oh god. I think oh it's my god, Shelley. it is Shelly.
0: Shelly?
2: Uh, He recognizes her, somehow.
1: Then he strangles her.
2: With a rosary. With a rosary.
1: And then it's a flashback to 1962. We find Dr. Arden and the Monsignor discussing how Dr. Arden is doing research Mm -hmm. to prevent the human body from ever becoming infected with anything.
2: By injecting a combination of TB and, and syphilis. syphilis. He seems to be especially trying to prevent human bodies from being subject to nuclear fallout.
1: So these are the creatures oh, in the woods. Ah. He's injecting them with syphilis and tuberculosis, and they're becoming fast zombies? the
2: next stage of human evolution.
1: The Monsignor, I guess, kind of agrees to let him stay there and... Right. Because his tenure was supposed to be
2: ending now that the Monsignor yes. is in
1: charge. right?
2: Was Briarcliff transitioning from being a hospital to becoming a It an sounds anatomy? like it, the tuberculosis hospital. Yeah. Yeah. And Dr. Arden says he needs live patients. Live subjects. Pitches this idea that some people in the world have no contribution to society other than being test, test subjects. subjects. yeah. So the entrance, this handshake bargain arrangement. And this S- idea lasts until he sees Shelley, and after that he comes back and confronts Dr. Arden about his human experiments.
0: You
1: mutilated her! Perhaps. but you're missing the entire point. She wouldn't let me rape her. Uh-huh. She laughed she at my Dr. Arden then basically just says like, okay, well, I'll take you down with me. And then Sister Jude is our common enemy.
2: Turns the Monsignor against, against Sister Jude. Jude. So again, surprisingly easy to convince the Monsignor yeah. that the wrong thing is actually the best thing to do. The Monsignor, in turn, functionally fires Sister Jude. Transfers her. Transfers her to a uh, home for wayward girls mm-hmm. that's starting up in
1: Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. I don't know. Sure, yeah, I'll go run this girl's home. Uh huh. Better than this bullshit. She's in
2: love with the Monsignor.
1: Well, she shouldn't be. He's a dick. He is. He turned against her the first chance he got. Uh huh. Well, he was never on her side in the first place. Nope.
2: Wonder if Jenny's gonna wind up there.
1: Meanwhile, Jenny's in the kitchen with Sister Mary Eunice. Yes. Sister Mary Eunice is telling her, like, "I'm the devil. You're smart. Don't let them take away your ambitious." Mm-hmm. unreserved serial killer.
2: <laughs> Sister June calls Wednesday Adams' mother to come and get her and Jenny. she does. And in turn, Jenny murders her two siblings and her mother. Yeah. And blames it on the man and in the blames brown it on the coat same. with a beard.
1: And both times she's taken a lock of hair from her victim. Little serial killer in the making. So then we see Dr. Threadson and Lana oh. he's got Lana locked up in his basement yeah there's a bed with a chain in the middle and a kitchen because he's cooking you. her croque monsieur. Oh my god. eating while crying is the worst <laughs>
2: yeah he's recreated her bedroom or a bedroom that could be like her bedroom with pictures of her dead lover yeah. on either side yep. two nightstands a full bed Etc.
1: And then he explains basically his origin story of trauma mm-hmm. and how he was abandoned as a child, grew up in an orphanage, never had any human skin contact, went to med school. Hey, Thredson. From what I hear, this is the closest you'll get to a girlfriend this quarter. To my girl. right,
0: trust you, gentlemen. I've reviewed the material in preparation for today.
1: And, and now has become obsessed with 33-year-old women that well, yeah. resemble his mother. He, he first saw a 33-year-old woman
2: who was dead. A cadaver. Decided that that was his mother, knowing full well that it wasn't. Goes Which, into the school after hours, takes off his shirt, and like, presses his body against the cadaver. But then realizes, nope, he's too much formaldehyde. And even once he removes her skin, it's
1: yeah. still not, not enough
2: to satisfy his urges. Not supple enough.
1: He wants Lana to be a mother figure for him. Mm-hmm. I think she's the one. He saw her before she was in the Briarcliff as a reporter. Yeah. And like chose her then. Because um, he thought she was the only one who could understand him. Since which. He had
2: some semblance of compassion for Kit at the time, mm-hmm. saying that every serial killer was once a, a baby.
1: Child. Was he involved with getting Lana admitted? Or was that just a happy coincidence for him?
2: I think happy coincidence. Yeah,
1: based on what we know a happy coincidence. Right. But interesting theory. There could be more there. Lana does try to escape, but he catches her. She tries to saw through her foot chain. This is
2: happening while Kit just happens to call. Yes. He's been brought to jail because of Threadson taping that little therapy practice he did
1: with him that was effectively a forced fake confession so he calls Thredson a liar because now kids in jail and he's gonna fry and being called a liar is weirdly triggering for Thredson. Uh-huh. so he then goes back downstairs fit of rage finds Lana trying to escape and then he puts on his bloody face mask and is going to cut her skin off but then she leans in <laughs> calls him Doesn't baby, you know, like, becomes a mother figure again, so he takes the mask off plays and right starts to breastfeed. <gasps> no. 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 Can Ryan Murphy not? No. Uh. No. Uh. Okay, but where do the aliens talk? So he's actually wearing two skin suits Boy
2: face This one And underneath that He's an alien He's a serial killer, a Nazi, and eight. And aliens
1: It's a lot uh-huh. Mr. Goodman calls Sister Jude to say that she was correct mm-hmm. That Arden is Hans Grupper <laughs> Even though he worked at Auschwitz Was SS So maybe that other person was in, Frank Maybe Listen. Or she just... We're not, not going to do this. <laughs> we're not going to fucking Or maybe she was some other German maybe. refugee. Yeah. Who, who knows how she knew, but she was right. She was correct. Not he just needs, needs a fingerprint to confirm. going to kill him? Mm-hmm. I'm so tired. Sister Mary Eunice then goes and murders him and takes all the evidence. And leaves him dying in his hotel room. Yep. Because she answers the phone when he calls to talk yes. to Sister Jude. Sister Jude is working on getting her fingerprint. She with does a toast with Dr. Arden, gets a thumbprint on mm-hmm. the glass.
2: Tending to be a good sport about it. you won. You ran me out of
1: town. Spotsmanship. Spotsmanship. Spots. Spots. <laughs> 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 said then she goes to the motel to give it to Dr. Goodman and finds his dead body. Yeah, well, a dying son. body. Yeah. Yes. He's still alive because he, he manages yes. to tell
2: her that it was a nun who murdered him, one of her own. Yes. And mm-hmm. there's just the one, really. Then we see Sister Mary Eunice going and visiting Dr. Arden with a mm. folder full of evidence mm-hmm. about him being Hans Gruber.
1: He's skeptical. Why is she helping him? After she tells him that she's withheld some of the evidence against him, yes. to... Devil. Collateral. Oh. She just says, trust me. I guess she's gonna try and take control of Briarcliff?
2: She does say, trust me with your soul. With your whole
1: soul. If I was the devil... <laughs> she could set her sights a little higher. She slavocated. could.
2: She's working her way up the corporate ladder. Like, is I mean, she the also, devil?
1: The Bec- devil
2: isn't known to possess people. So uh, she's a demon. She's a demon. Which is um, weird, she keeps telling people she's the devil, she's just putting on airs. She's a demon yeah, putting on airs. Yeah. So, Maybe it was just which this, is parlance at the time. Which is why her sights are so short. Yeah. She just wants to take over this asylum. It's a miserable place. Then to finish
1: off, we go back to present time. And mm-hmm. the police... Police realize that all the hanging bodies are teenagers. But um, the car
2: outside is registered to a man in his
1: 30s. So then they find Leo's body. Then Leo's phone rings and they answer it, and it's bloody, bloody, face. bloody Face.
2: A young sounding Bloody
1: Face. And it sounds like Fredson. And he just wants to assure them that
2: he only killed the imposter.
1: And then they realize that Leo was there on his honeymoon. So, so where's the, where's wife? the bride? Yeah. And then we see. The bride. the bride with bloody face somewhere. Yeah, chained he down to a seemed, hospital table. Seemed like to the basement. Examination me. table. The basement, like Doctor Thredson's basement. Like so it looked like
2: Doctor Thredson's basement. Hmm.
1: And he wasn't old. A guy and a wife beater who still looked like Doctor yeah. Thredson,
2: despite the passage of forty years. Well, it's American Horror Story. They're not big on making sense. Maybe he's been a ghost all along. Alternatively, maybe they learned things since season one and we're going to actually get some answers this time. Maybe Dr. Arden's
1: research is fruitful and he can make people immortal. Uh. But only for serial killers. They're the only ones eligible. So it's it's Thredson and and Jenny.
0: The Nameless Dead would like to thank me, Matt Hardy, for trapping the hosts in his pool. (laughs) And to our producer, Derek Adams. If you liked this little experiment, tell your friends, follow the Nameless Dead on your favorite podcasting app, and check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash nameless dead podcast. And until then
1: Happy, Happy Halloween.
0: Halloween. Where are the aliens?
1: Where are the aliens? What is with the aliens? Yeah. We better get it for aliens. Sorry. <laughs> they
2: abandoned that storyline halfway through. Ah, no, really? There's none. You